everybody. It's Sue Bidstrup with the Great Big Yes podcast. I'm so glad that you're here. I'm really excited to talk to you today. As you know, on this podcast, I encourage you to say yes to a greater calling in your life, to live with passion and purpose and make a difference in the world. And today I want to talk to you about something I posted about on Instagram. And I was asking, where are all my multi-passionate entrepreneurs? So if you've never heard this term before, um, I just kind of wanted to break it down for you and then explain how I think it helps to be multi-passionate. So as you know, I coach visionaries and entrepreneurs and business owners. I coach women who have a passion that they want to pursue. And so sometimes it's a business and sometimes it's a nonprofit. Sometimes it's writing a book or some uh, sort of creative endeavor like making jewelry or sometimes it's a full-on business like real estate or you own a brick and mortar. Um, Really, there's no limit to um, who can... um, be coached by me or be in team yes it's more about a mindset it's more about people who are entrepreneurial and visionary in spirit people who have ideas that they want to bring to fruition and my role is to encourage you to overcome fear and to find clarity so that you can say yes to that calling in your life so you can live with passion and purpose and make a difference in the world so it's often about growing your business or um, tips on how to grow social media or how to market and things like that. But there's always a bigger picture. It's always about our foundation that we believe that God created us with a plan and a purpose in mind. It's always about um, our impact on the world, our influence in our own um, arena of life. Who do we have influence over and how will we use that influence for good? And so I would just love to talk to you more about life coaching if you're interested. And um, we do have a group team, yes. It's a fantastic group of women who are interested in growing um, their business and their impact and their influence. And I would love to have you join that. It's a monthly membership. And with May right around the corner, just to let you know in May, um, Team Yes is going to be all about, we have different themes like each month. Um, But Team Yes is going to be all about um, how to take action in May, okay? So when you join, if you join in May, you actually receive the previous months. So you won't feel left out and you can return to those um, when you feel like it. But as far as moving forward into May, what we're going to be talking about is action. And so I have some different people um, coming in to kind of talk about LinkedIn and talk about website development, talk about branding, talk about colors um, and what color is in branding. Um, Just different questions that I've had for people when I've been building my business. And so I want to share those tips and tools with you. So these are actionable items and um, help you move forward and also inspire you. And so in the group, just to let you know, I do um, Facebook Lives once a week and I do a Zoom call once a month and I offer um, one-on-one coaching to group members at half price. And so there's a lot of coaching that goes on within the group. There's a lot of collaboration and connection and inspiration. And so I want to invite you into that group. Um, That is my passion to grow that group and um, to learn Um, more myself so that I can always share with you in that group. Um, So anyway, Team Yes. 
And the link is in um, my bio on Instagram at greatbigyes, and it's at greatbigyes.com where you can find all the information. So now I want to talk to you about being multi-passionate. And what this means is that you have a lot of things that you're passionate about. You have a lot of interests. You're curious. There's a lot of different maybe um, career paths that you've taken in your life or thoughts of career paths that you've taken in your life or you've thought, oh, I want to go back to school and learn about this or, oh, I'd love to have a career in this. But you have lots of those things. And so for entrepreneurs, it's really hard sometimes to pick a lane. <laughs> and depending on your personality type, it could be exceptionally difficult to pick a lane. You're like, oh, look, shiny object. I want to go down that road, right? And so I'm definitely someone who has gone down a lot of different paths. But what I recognize now, I just turned 51, and I finally found the thing that I know I'm supposed to be doing with my life, and that is um, to be a life coach for women, to help women say yes in their life, to empower them to live a full abundant life, to live in freedom, to be themselves, um, to shine. And so I know that that's my calling now. And when I look back at the things that I've done in the past, the paths that I've gone down or the um, jobs that I've had or the education that I've had, it all relates so I want to encourage you. It's a beautiful thing. God is making a patchwork quilt out of all the things that you love and all the experiences that you've had and the education that you've had, the courses that you've attended, the teachers that have come into your life, the friends, the family, the experiences. None of it is wasted ever. And one of the things that I've done in the past that is really informing everything now still and just changed me is I was a yoga teacher. And many of you know I went through holy yoga training and then I ended up working for holy yoga for a while. So many of you know me through holy yoga. And there are several things that I learned in yoga that take me through what I'm doing now that help me, that inform what I do now. Okay. And so I wanted to talk to you about some of those things, just to give you a concrete example of how something in your past that you've done is not wasted. I want to talk about different aspects of this as well. So if you've had a career before or a job before, something you were pursuing before, not only is the thing that you were doing important, but the way you did it is important. For instance, when I was a yoga teacher, I had to go out and talk to churches, talk to studios, talk to people, and really kind of market myself and get people to understand what I'm doing and to allow me to do it in their space. And so there was a lot of development of you know, confidence building, um, going out there, being rejected, handling rejection, connecting with people, asking other people for connections, asking other people, can I teach at your house? Can I teach in your backyard? Can I teach in your basement? Anything to get started and just to get to know people. And then building an email list through that. That's another skill I learned through it. Um, communicating with people through email, making sure that my times were out there, inviting people in, making flyers, um, handling maybe what's unexpected. I would have classes where no one would show up and I would have classes where one time I had a class where 80 people showed up at a church 
and I had made like 25 flyers and 80 people showed up and I was very nervous. I was like, whoa, like this is crazy. But I knew then that God was doing something really miraculous with this and that I wasn't going to be able to control how many people come or go. I just had to remain consistent in my calling. And that's a major lesson to learn because you guys, results are going to vary. We're going to have seasons of abundance in business and we're going to have seasons that we consider lack in business. We, we're going to have times like right now in the coronavirus, there's t- businesses that are having really, really, really tough times, right? And there's this ebb and flow. And so getting used to that is part of what came out of me teaching yoga as well. And then I taught for years in Chicago and then moved to Austin and I had to do the same thing over again. And I taught at a gym for a while. I taught in people's homes. I taught at a chiropractor's office. Um, But this all involved reaching out, meeting people, being brave, overcoming fear, finding clarity about how to tell them what I do and how to explain why it's important and how I can make an impact on their friends or their family or their business. And so all of that comes into play. So whatever you were doing before, there's something that you learned from it. I think back to when I worked as a recruiter, I worked um, in a temporary service office. So I would help provide temporary help for businesses like law firms and things like that. And there's so many stories. I was downtown Chicago and there's so many stories of things that I learned from that. Um, I, I learned so much about customer service and how important that is. I was right out of college, so it was really, you know, it was a high learning curve. Like I was nervous. I would go in and meet people and, you know, it was all about like presenting well and and teaching others to present well and teaching others interview skills and things like that. But all of that has come into play um, because I understand different businesses. And so now as I'm coaching entrepreneurs and maybe they're a financial advisor. Maybe they're an attorney or a paralegal. Maybe they're a videographer. Um, Maybe they're a virtual assistant. So these are things that I understand because I worked in an industry where I had to work with so many different industries and so many different kind of leaders that I learned how to do that, how to talk to people in different areas. And I know for sure that the one thing in common, and this is something that I've learned through yoga as well and just in life, is that whatever we do, we all have to at times overcome fear. We all have to find clarity to find our way. We're all looking for life-work balance. And so these are some of the things that I've learned along the way. And then specifically yoga. When I think about everything I've learned from that, It's incredible. I ended up getting trained to teach trauma-sensitive yoga, and I had the honor of teaching uh, girls who had been sex trafficked. They were ages uh, 11 to 19, and I did that for a year. And going through the training of trauma-sensitive yoga and working with people who had been through trauma will never leave me. It's part of who I am. When you study trauma, you realize that there's the language around it is um, 
I can't say this word, but it's like an invitation. It's like in invitatory language. It's inviting people to have agency over their own body, to be able to make decisions in their own life. It's inviting them into experiences, but not telling them exactly what to do. Because I don't know what's right for you in your body. I don't have the same experiences as you. And so I go into every relationship understanding that. I have not walked in your shoes. But I want to invite you into an, a, life, a life of abundance. I want to invite you into freedom. I want to build a sense of empowerment within you. So my language in trauma-sensitive yoga is an invitation for you to be empowered. And I carry that with me into coaching. My language is an invitation. My coaching with you is an invitation. Everything I put out on social media, everything I put out in a newsletter or on a podcast is an invitation. Not for me to tell you exactly what to do with your life, but for you to be empowered in your own life. There's an understanding when you're a yoga teacher about the mind-body-soul connection. This is so important for me personally, and this is so important for me as a coach. I will often ask clients, when they tell me something, when they have a thought, you know I'm all about taking thoughts captive. When they have a thought, I'll say to them, and how do you feel in your body when you think that thought? And many have never asked themselves that question. Maybe even they're not aware that there's a mind-body-soul connection. But there is. And so I take what I've learned in yoga about the mind-body-soul connection, I take that into my life coaching and my business coaching. We learn a lot in yoga about breath. And this is something I've used in my own life when I had anxiety and panic attacks. Breath saved me. Practicing deep breaths can literally calm your central nervous system. It's something we have with us all along. Everywhere we go. Takes no money. You can do it in private. And you can literally calm yourself down. Many people don't know this. And while we're not doing yoga when I'm life coaching... Sometimes things come up that cause this visceral reaction in their body and people get out of breath or they don't feel like they can think straight. And so I get to offer them the breath as a way to break through that panicky fight or flight or freeze response that I know all about because of my yoga training. Movement. Movement in yoga, obviously we're moving, we're, we're uh, performing postures. And I know as a life coach that movement is really, really important, especially for creatives. People who are um, trying to think of something new. Say you're a writer and you're sitting at your desk and you're trying to write and you just can't write. 
I often encourage my clients, get outside and move or just move your body. If it's snowy and icy outside, but you have a treadmill or you have a bike or you can do yoga, do something, move. And often people will say to me, I had so many great ideas when I was moving. And for me, creativity and movement are linked. I also believe in an embodied faith. I learned this through holy yoga and I think it's the realist explanation um, of how I live my faith that I could even give you. I didn't know it before I went through holy yoga training, but God meets me in my breath and he meets me in my movement. God isn't a stagnant God. Like he's not just sitting there. It's not something where I talk to God at a desk or um, only in books or only when I'm reading the Bible or only in church. For me, God is everywhere and he's with me. And when I move, he celebrates. He says, yes, move your body, breathe deep. When God created us, he breathed life into us. I believe breath is our first prayer. When we don't know what to pray, we can breathe and that connects us with our source. And so for me and life coaching, my role is to help you, like I said, be empowered to live in freedom and to live a greater calling in your life with passion and purpose. And for me, that begins often with a breath. Connect to your source. That's why in Great Big Yes, we have foundation, focus, and flow. Those are our three parts. Foundation is this belief that we were created by God with a plan and a purpose in mind. And when we forget who we are, we return to that foundation. And we can do that through our breath. So breath work is so important. I remember learning when I was learning about how to teach yoga that there's a science to yoga and there's an art to yoga. There's the things that I needed to learn about alignment and about anatomy. And that was the science part, right? There was a way to do the poses, to get the most out of the poses. And this is how your body works. And this is what chronic pain looks like. And um, this is why you have discomfort here. And sometimes if you're complaining about your shoulder, it's actually about your hip or the other way around, right? And so understanding all of that and how yoga can be healing in the body from an anatomy point, a physiological point, um, is really, really important. And then there's an art. There's an art to it. And the art part is the way that you speak, that invitation language that you use. It's when you're planning and you're praying over your class and you come up with scripture or God gives you a revelation. It's that inspiration that you share at the end of the class that makes someone cry because they connect so deeply to your words. It's the prayer at the end where the community can join in. There's an art to teaching and there's an art to coaching. Because yes, I went through training and I learned how to be a life coach. I learned all the rules. From a training company, a Christian Coach Institute that is, you know, they know what they're doing, they're certified, they follow the rules. It's legit. I'm trained. I have my paper. 
but it doesn't stop there. There's an art to coaching. There's a personality that you bring to coaching. This is why I allow a 20 minute free call before we even start, before you have to pay a penny, because I want you to know me and I want you to see if it's a good fit. Because I'm not like every other coach. We are all unique and called to be unique, just like every other yoga teacher. You'll find your favorites. You'll find your people you want to return to. You'll find your people you feel you can't live without. You'll find your people you want to be on journey with. I hope and pray that's me. I would love that. But I understand too that I'm not for everyone. And that's okay. I know how to coach and I know why I coach. And I believe that's where the art comes in. For a yoga teacher or a coach or anything that you're doing, you can know the details of how, but what makes it magical, what makes it transformative is the why. That's the art. Yoga is for healing, especially trauma-sensitive yoga. I have been healed through yoga and I have seen many healed through yoga. But it requires an open heart. It requires a beginner's mind. And coaching requires the same. If someone is going to enter into a coaching agreement with me, they are going to come in with an open heart and an open mind. They're going to come in as a beginner, willing to learn about themselves. The greatest journey we'll ever take is the journey to get to know ourselves. It's the most powerful and the most necessary. And it's the hardest. And there's fear. And through coaching, just like through yoga, there's healing. And yoga, coaching, any of the healing journeys would not be anything without knowing that freedom is on the other side. When you teach yoga and you see someone open their heart for the first time, you see somebody get into a pose they never thought they could get into. When you see barriers being broken, you see freedom. It's tangible. You can feel it in the room. When you see someone lying on their mat crying, weeping tears, it's because something that was holding them hostage has been broken. Chains have been broken. And it's the same with coaching. I can hear it in people's voices. Sometimes we'll be on calls and there'll just be silence and tears. Sometimes there'll be an audible gasp. They hear themselves say something and they go, I never looked at it that way before. I live for that freedom. Because I know that you were created to live in abundance and freedom. And sometimes we have to allow ourselves to get uncomfortable. Just like in yoga, we have to get comfortable being uncomfortable. We enter into that room with an open heart and an open mind and a beginner's mind. And we say, all right, come what may. I'm ready. And it's the same with coaching. So breath, the mind-body-soul connection, getting comfortable being uncomfortable, movement, 
the art and the science, healing and freedom. These are things I've learned as a yoga teacher that I take with me into life coaching. It makes me different than other life coaches. It's a unique part of me that I was a yoga teacher and that I was a trauma-sensitive yoga teacher. It is still my passion to care for survivors of sex trafficking. I don't do it anymore through yoga teaching. I do give 10% of the Team Yes revenue to Be Lydia, which is a ministry that was started by a holy yoga sister here in Austin. And it supports um, education and awareness about sex trafficking. It's about preventing and helping survivors of sex trafficking. Again, it's all connected. Everything I've done, everything I've been called to do, everything that I've learned and everything that I'm learning now will all make up the patchwork of who I am and the impact and the influence I've had on my life. So I want to invite you to think about your patchwork quilt. What's in it? Who are you? What makes you you? What experiences have you had that contribute to who you've become? I'd love to hear about it. And if you're searching for purpose, if you're wondering, who am I? I don't know. If you're saying, Sue, all of this sounds great for you, but my life doesn't make sense. If you think, oh, everything I've done is random. I haven't seen God weave any of it together, and I don't know that he will. I ask you to believe. I invite you to call me for that 20-minute free call and see if we'd be a good fit. I'd love to coach you. I'd love to help you discover your own patchwork quilt and how it's all connected. I'd love to help you be free. More than that, I'd love to help you step forward into the calling of your life so that you can live with passion and purpose and make a difference in the world. I care about you. This business is my business, but it's really all about you. And when you have a life coach, you'll realize your life coach's role is to help you live the life that you were made for. When I was preparing for this podcast, I started looking through a book that I learned from in my trauma-sensitive holy yoga training, and it's called Overcoming Trauma Through Yoga, Reclaiming Your Body. And one of the things that I had starred and underlined, and I loved it so much to see it again today because it really reminds me of what I say to people often in coaching, what I say to my kids, um, what I've said to myself. And it's this, feel free to try something. And if that does not work, try something else. You can always change. You never have to remain stuck. Amen, you guys. Amen. So that counts for in our bodies, in yoga, and that counts for in our lives, um, finding and living out our passion and our purpose. I would love to talk to you more about life coaching. If you have any questions, I'm at greatbigyes1 at gmail.com and I'm at greatbigyes.com. And you guys, I just, I want to 
work with you. I want to talk to you. I want to celebrate life with you. I want to make sure that you feel empowered to live in freedom and abundance. And I want to help you shine your light. I want to help you cut through the fear that comes when we're about to step forward and do something brave. I want to help you find clarity. I know sometimes it can be super overwhelming, like, okay, yeah, I want to start a business. What do I do first? Um, or yeah, I want to start an Instagram account. What do I do first? Let's connect. I want to help you say yes to your life. All right. So thank you for being here. I appreciate you. I love you guys. And I'm wishing you all the best. Talk soon.